Guys, I'm a narc. I called the police. The non-emergency number. Can you hear what's happening behind me? I was trying to wait it out, but it got kind of late. I needed to needed to hit the podcast. Uh, by the way, it's late night Twitter. Eric Savage. I'm Eric Savage. You need to hear this. Hold on. Listen to this shit. I'm gonna put the mic out the window. We're going. This is like NPR shit. This is like real life. It looks like I'm holding a gun at them, so I hope the cops don't show up right now. Do I need to change the name of the podcast to Late Night Venice Beach with Rick Savage? It's two... Okay, let me just describe the scene. There's two cars, like, kind of like RAV4 type looking cars parked next to each other. There's two kids dancing now. And they're doing kind of that weird, like, running man, like, backwards, slide your feet dance thing. And they're just going for it. They were doing it last night. Now they're out here again tonight. I called the LAPD Pacific Division. (laughs) Non-emergency number. And I was just like, fam. I didn't say fam. I will admit that it was an anonymous complaint. They give you the option. Do you want to leave here? We'll call you back. Nope. Anonymous. I was just like, can you have someone drive by until these kids turn on their terrible music? You know, it's... It's nighttime at the beach. If they were playing the Beach Boys, that's fine. Like this is some. This isn't like Calvin Harris shit. This is like some uh, that like crazy techno. Dunk, 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 dunk. Just for like, it's been an hour and a half so far. It was like a good three hours last night. I let them slide last night. I can't do it two nights in a row. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. I think the cops showed up. There's there's a cop pulling up. He's in front of the lifeguard tower. <laughs> He's creeping. Okay, he sees them. He's oh boy. Oh, they're getting out to talk. Yeah, hey, you guys want to turn down your fucking music? Oh my god, it worked. And there the cop goes. And the kids are still dancing. They just turned down the music. I know. Okay, last thing on this. I know I should have just walked over there. And said, hey, guys, uh, my name's Rick. I'm nice. I live right here. Can you turn down the music? Now, I assume these are like 17-year-old kids on summer vacation. But it might be the scene like in Step Brothers. When Will Ferrell's walking back with John C. Riley and they get jumped by the kids. What if I got jumped by a bunch of little kids? I couldn't go to work tomorrow. Okay, I think the, I think the caper is solved. I think we can get into some Twitter here. That was like my own little episode of Serial. Or Crime Town. Or S-Town. Or whatever podcast you listen to that might be slightly more important than this one, you know, culturally speaking. But providing you waste of time entertainment when you've got about 20 minutes to be somewhere, that's my lane, guys. Digital Music News tweeted, Gangnam Style is no longer the biggest YouTube video. What passed it? Gangnam Style. Remember how big Gangnam Style was? Sigh. Incredible. For the past five years, Size Gang of Style has been used not anymore. Wiz Khalifa and Charlie Puth see you again. That's the uh, the car, the car dead guy, right? See you again plays over Furious Seven's tribute to Paul Walker near the end of the film. That song was massive. How? What are we talking about for view counts here? Let's see. The video, oh, wow, they have it down to the time. Yesterday at approximately 5.30 Eastern Time, See You Again officially surpassed Gangnam Style. The video hit 2,894,026,649 views. 
worthwhile size smash single sat at two billion eight hundred ninety four million twenty two thousand eight hundred and eighty five views. So they're about three thousand apart and growing. So crazy. So go see you again then Gangnam Style, Justin Bieber Sorry, Mark Ronson Uptown Funk, and Luis Fonzi's Despacito. Well then Luis Fonzi's gonna catch up and pass then. That song's like a few months old. Doesn't matter. Watch Heim cover Selena Gomez's Bad Liar. Nope. Glamour Magazine. Yeah, I follow Glamour. Here's why putting a period at the end of your text messages basically makes you a monster. No, I shouldn't click this. I shouldn't give them the view. This is stupid already. whole lot of nuance when it comes to text messaging. I mean, there's so many words. Uh, I take it back, guys. Doesn't matter. TechCrunch. AC Slater hosts X-Reality stars playing competitive Candy Crush? Question mark? Both in the tweets and in the tone of my voice oof buzzfeed a producer on newlyweds just spilled some tea about nick and jessica's marriage Ooh, gossip a fascinating new interview with complex one of the show's producers sue kolinsky you could feel there was tension between the two of them really (laughs) that's the gossip oh god i hate myself for clicking on this they're very different people he was a blue collar guy he did a lot of things himself he and his brother would build things okay he was frugal. She had excessive taste, right? In the end, they weren't suited for each other. The only thing they really had in common was music. She was really young. I think he's seven years older than her. He wanted a family. Her father thought she was too young. Her father was very involved in her life. Wow. Wow, BuzzFeed. That's why you tweet that in the middle of the night. On Smash tweeted, the stripes on that Conor McGregor suit for today's Floyd Mayweather press conference said, fuck you. Yeah, that's pretty great. His pinstripes was F-U-C-K-Y-O-U in vertical text. I watched the press conference today. I don't care really about, but Conor got me kind of pumped up. His his smack talk game was, was far superior to Floyd. Floyd was like stuttering and stammering and seemed kind of nervous. And Conor was just like, let's go right now. The, I think I saw that it was 100 to 1 McGregor. So I'll throw a hundred bucks down, a hundred to one. Newsweek: Drugs believed to be ecstasy often don't contain any MDMA. Testing shows. Well, you should tell that to the fucking kids that were dancing out in the parking lot. It's a little weird. EDC happened not that long ago, right? And the the conversation I found myself in right afterwards was someone said, "Well, only one person died," and that was a good thing that this festival went on for a whole weekend and there was only one death. Am I turning into old guy right now? I just think, you know, it's not exactly the same as going to, like, a Zed concert or a Calvin Harris concert or someone at, like, the Greek. Like, these kids go for four days in a row to do nothing but drugs for four days. This one made me sad. It was a Billboard tweet. Quincy Jones faces off with Michael Jackson's company in jury trial. Evidently, long story short, the estate of... Michael Jackson have kind of re-released some recordings and did remixes and, and, and remastering versions. And Quincy is saying that that cut him out of royalties and his royalty rates should have gone up. And I don't know. There's a lot of back and forth. It just makes me sad that whatever, whosever side you're on, that Quincy Jones has to basically sue Michael Jackson's estate. That sucks. I interviewed Quincy Jones once. It was on my birthday. The uh, person at the record label was a friend, and they set it up as a birthday present. He was promoting an album where a bunch of contemporary artists re-recorded his classic songs. So, like, Akon did Strawberry Letter 23. Mm, you know, not the not the best. But Usher was on it, Mary J., Wyclef, uh, T-Pain did Pretty Young Thing, 
There's an Amy Winehouse track on there. It was a great compilation. So I interviewed him, and we basically talked for maybe 20 minutes or so about some of his favorite songs on this album. And then he noticed that I was wearing a Chicago Bears hat. And he goes, you from Chicago? And I said, yeah, my family's from Chicago. They're all still there. We're originally from there and then moved to San Diego. He's like, oh, man, Chicago's a rough city. You know, and I thought he was talking about kind of current day Chicago and all the crime that's there and everything. But he wasn't. He was talking about when he was a kid there. And he proceeded to tell stories about running around with people connected to Al Capone and bootleggers down the block and his dad that got associated with this mobster. And it was it was incredible. And I could use none of it in the interview. But that, you know, more important than talking about Akon covering Strawberry Letter 23 was Quincy Jones talking about, you know, 30s, 40s, 50s gangsters in Chicago. There's no one cooler than Quincy Jones. Uh, This is a dumb account that I follow, but I try to bring those up every now and then. I follow this account called Classic Las Vegas. It's either a Las Vegas super fan or someone that still lives there because they post all these great photos from the 60s and 70s and 80s of Las Vegas. And it's everything from like a menu at a restaurant or what a room looks like at the Tropicana. Um, Here's one from Imperial Palace in 1981. Uh, And it looks great. It looks so cool. I don't know. Does everyone feel like that? Does everyone feel like they're a generation or two late? I feel like that's such a cliche thing to say. That's such like a, oh, I'm an old soul. Shut up. Captain Crunch's full name will surprise you. Hate myself for clicking. Let's see. This will be a fun game. How many GIFs do I need to scroll past on BuzzFeed's article about this till I find out what the fuck his name is? Kevin Crunch's full name would surprise you. Crunch this, my guy. Very clever, Julie. That's the author. If you've eaten breakfast, oh, ever, you're probably familiar with this smug cereal eater, GIF 1. Yep, it's Cap'n Crunch. The C stands for Cap'n and Crunch, GIF 2. But it also might stand for Crock of Lies because I just found out that the Cap'n's full name is, GIF 3, Horatio Magellan Crunch, GIF 4. Okay, that's kind of cool. <laughs> And there's another thing. You see, the Cap'n, because that's how you say it, might not actually be a Cap'n after all, because his stripes on his, his, I guess it's by his wrist in this photo, he has three stripes, which is a commander. To be a Captain, he would need to have four stripes. So too much talking about Cap'n Crunch, my bad. Uh, this got retweeted into my timeline. Twitter 2009, this is neat. Shaq responds to people. Twitter 2017, the insane president's idiot son is live tweeting treason. Kind of a political tweet, but also, that's totally what I said about Jimmy Fallon last time. That's what got me excited about Twitter, was that Jimmy Fallon responded to something I said. This is the example with Shaq, but also treason. Ooh, a Florida man tweet, uh, New York Post. The Florida man claims the monkeys are organized and aggressive. Definitely clicking. Man says dozens of monkeys keep swarming his property and swiping food. Oh, shit. There's a photo of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 10, I mean, 40 monkeys? 50? Okala, Florida. Where is that? News outlets report that Brian Pritchard of Okala says troops of monkeys swarm his property two times a day to swipe food in a feeder meant for deer. He has counted as many as 50 monkeys at a time. That's awesome. Florida's the best. Uh, you might have heard this already, but Curb Your Enthusiasm announces the official season nine premiere date with a new teaser. Thanks, Uproxx. 
And we're looking at a Sunday, October 1st at 10 p.m. HBO Kirby Enthusiasm Returns. Excellent. Taylor Lorenz is someone I follow. She writes for The Hill, I believe. And this is going to be a hate click. A NYC-themed restaurant is loaning diners Instagram kits with lights, tripod, and more to better photograph their meals. London restaurant. Wait, London restaurant. Wait, it's a New York. Th- okay. A London-based restaurant chain is offering diners Instagram kits to help their hashtag food porn shine. I want to see the, like, New York theme. Like, what is New Yorky about it in London? Maybe they're just, is this the most London way to insult Americans? They have a New York City-themed restaurant, and dumb Americans are so dumb that all they care about is taking photos of their food, so they give you an Instagram kit. It's ironic. It's got to be. I mean, that's not what the article says. That's That's a little Rick. Rick take on it. Hashtag Rick take. Dumb Americans doing dumb things for points on the internet. Of course, this podcast is separate from that. Marketplace. Yeah, I follow Marketplace. Spam. The meat product has turned 80. Let's do the numbers. See, I could host Marketplace. I would know nothing about what they were talking about, though. The week of meat, 4th of July. Americans were first introduced to Spam on July 5th, 1937. I didn't know this. Unable to come up with a name for the canned goodness, its maker, Hormel Foods, held a contest to solicit suggestions. The $100 prize went to actor Kenneth Doesn't Matter, according to Mental Floss. The name is supposed to be a contraction for spiced ham. Spam. I never knew that. And people call it a mystery meat, but according to the website, it has six ingredients. Pork with ham. Wait, what? Pork with ham. Come on, Rick. You can figure that out. Isn't that, is that like saying beef with steak? That's weird. Pork with ham, salt, water, potato starch, sugar, and sodium nitrate. To make spam, Hormel processes 20,000 pigs a day. Well, there go all the vegan listeners. Sorry for that last line. You're an adult. You'll make it through. Rapper NBA Youngboy sued for wrecking Lamborghini rental and ditching it. Today I learned there's a rapper named MBA Youngboy. You're terrible. Exotic Car Rental claims the car was totaled with damages exceeding $350,000. They want Youngboy and his agent to pay. Okay, well, more importantly, let's listen to a terrible rapper named NBA Youngboy. Hey, bro. Don't be called NBA. Oh, what's up? I'm NFL Rick Savage. Oh, hey, I'm PGA Tour Rick Savage. Let's take a gander. This song's called Untouchable. Can't understand any of it yet. Don't bore us. Get to the chorus. That is not good. That is not good rap music. There is good rap music. That is not. Speaking of not good rap music, but do I need to give this a chance? Seth Rogen, this is becoming quite the Seth Rogen fan club podcast, but he tweeted the 21 Savage album and said this is a fucking great album. And then Devin Lucian, who I follow, who's a talented respected dj slash producer says it really fucking is surprisingly 
A lot of F-bombs for no reason. Explicit tag on the podcast. Oh, God, I don't want to have to listen to 21 Savage. 21 Savage brought Amber Rose home to his mom and brought the lean with him. I'm sobbing. This is true love. This is a photo of a rapper named 21 Savage. No relation to me or Randy Macho Man. It's a fake name for Macho Man. It's a photo of the guy 21 Savage at a nice dining room table. Um, and Amber Rose is there, too. And in the middle is uh, Mrs. Savage, Mama Savage. That's not their names. They've got, looks like, little, little to-go trays of food. And he's got a cup of lean. Another secret joy of Twitter is following 80s wrestlers. I follow the real Virgil. Virgil was uh, Ted DiBiase's bodyguard slash assistant. He tweeted, happy birthday, OJ Simpson, one of the only black people that make me look like a goddamn saint. Okay, well, if you have to go to OJ to look like a good person, should probably reevaluate your life. Arguing about your opinion on Lonzo Ball is already cliche, FYI. I agree, Veronica. Debbie Ryan. So I can call them over while they're doing their thing, but no grabbing or touching unless they climb on my lap. One more time, Debbie Ryan. So I can call them over while they do in their thing, but no grabbing or touching unless they climb on my lap. Sorry, this is my first cat cafe. Mm-hmm. I get what you're doing there. That's a stripper joke. Um, let's, let's see. Somehow this got retweeted into my timeline. Deep dish pizza is fucking trash. It's not that it's trash. It's that... When you go to Chicago and you get deep dish, that's a fun thing to do. But you need to go in with the point of view of like you're having lasagna or you're having, um, you know, something like baked ziti or something. I think people that I mean, judging from my family members, the folks that live in Chicago and suburban Chicago, when they order pizza, like on a Thursday night, let's order pizza. They don't order deep dish. They're not ordering Giordano's or Gino's East. They're getting what they call tavern style pizza. And it's thin cut, in squares, crispy pizza. It's called tavern pizza or tavern style pizza in Chicago because the bars in the, I don't know, 60s, 70s, whenever, they started serving this style pizza. You'd eat it when you drink your beer. And they're small little pieces and you eat them and they're inc- it's incredible. Bob and Jack's, I think that's where we used to order from. Is that what it's called? If my mom's listening, she'll know. Anyways, Chicago pizza, Chicago thin crust pizza is very, very good. So if you're going to Chicago and you're going for like longer than a week, get Gino's East, go nuts and have one slice and then take a nap. But then like in three or four days, just look up online wherever your local like mom and pop small independent pizza place is and it'll deliver you a thin crust pizza and it'll change your life. I don't know. I feel like I have a rule that if pizza comes up on the timeline, I have to talk about it. My nickname was pizza from like 2000. Uh, let's see. What was that? 2001 to 2005, maybe? They called me pizza. And then they called me Savage Pizza. And then we found a place named Savage Pizza, and I wanted to drop everything and go work there. All right, I, f- I feel like we need to wrap this up here. We're coming close to 25. That's uh, that's a lot to fit in here. We had, a, we had a police incident outside of my window. I orchestrated it. Shout out to being a narc. We had raving kids dancing. I tried to give you the play-by-play as if this was cereal. Maybe this whole podcast is going to convert to just the stories of what happens outside my window. We'll see. It's early. It's episode eight. We've got time. Oh, wait. We did get some listener feedback here from a person named Gina. Notice you don't really talk about Twitter trends on Late Night Twitter with Rick Savage. Can you give us your thoughts on episode eight? 
Well, sure, uh, G- Gina, I think her name is. Uh, I appreciate sending in your feedback via Twitter. Your trends are kind of hit or miss for me, but let's let's just take a look. Let's experience this in real time together. What's trending on Twitter? Right now we're rocking with All-Star Game, America's Got Talent. Nope, nope. Born This Way, Gaga? I'll click that. Nope, that's a TV show on A&E. Okay. Bring Back Obama. Love that that's trending. Han, H-A-H-N. What is that? Don't forget the haves and the have-nots is back on tonight. Tyler Perry. Well, listener Gina, this might be why I don't click on any hashtags, because the hashtags are terrible. Los Feliz is trending. Uh-oh, this might be bad. What the fuck is going on in Los Feliz right now? Fair. This just in. T- Tustin police serving search warrant in Los Feliz. Investigation related to weekend homicide. Yep, that's never good news when a community is trending. Hashtag the profit. That's a show on... So it's all TV shows. It's all people that are watching and... Hannity, I know why he's trending. Not going to click it. Joe Scarborough's trending because he said he's leaving the Republican Party. Country before party. 205 Live. What is that? Um, oh, WWE. Tonight's match isn't the only thing that Noam Dar quit. He just quit his relationship with Alicia Foxy. Oh, no. Noam and Alicia broke up? What are we going to do, WWE Universe? Okay, so maybe that's why I don't click on the trends, but that's a you know what? I appreciate the feedback. I will continue to check the trends on future episodes. If you have any feedback, you can reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram or anything else at Rick Savage. I feel like we're very close to hashtag territory. I was using hashtag LNT just so there's some extra room with your character count. A couple people posted about the show. Thank you very much. Uh, and used hashtag late night Twitter. I'm fine with either. So if you want to post and tell your friends and rate and review and subscribe and all that stuff, it'll be great. I'd appreciate it. Okay, let's go. We're halfway through the week. I'll talk to you in a couple days. See ya. Does this place look haunted? No, I don't think so. What about those two creepy girls? Come stay with us. That is truly frightening. You know what's really scary? Missing out on Geico's great service. With Geico, you get 24-7 access to licensed agents. Uh, thank you, creepy girls. Want to see our room? Mm, we're gonna sleep in the car now. Happy Geico-ween. Switch today for 24-7 access to licensed agents.